Okay, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 33 of Be With Me. We're in the book of Acts, and this is our 33rd seven-minute segment. Come back tomorrow. There'll be another one, Lord willing. All right, today we are introduced to uh, someone who you're going to want to know, someone who you're going to hear of all the way through the book of Acts, and someone who you definitely want to have lunch with when you go to heaven. This is so cool. This is a, a great man. His name is Joe, but nobody calls him Joe, and we have to we have to find out why. Why is he not called Joe? All right, so here we go. This is from uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 32 through 37. We're going to find out about an actual person who does an actual thing that demonstrates an actual characteristic Um, So here we go. Now, the full member of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to them was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them. For as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus Joseph, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, let me say that again, thus Joseph, Joe, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, and then parentheses, which means son of encouragement, close parentheses, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So we have this actual person. His name is Joe, but he's not called Joe because the disciples, the apostles, call him Barnabas because he's so encouraging. And just think about, you know, who's the greatest a person that you say, oh, that's the best servant I know, or that's the best teacher I know, or that's the best administrator I know, or that's the most generous person I know, or that the person uh, is such an encourager that we're actually going to change his name from Joe to encourager, and we're going he's going to be known as encourager from here on out, and that's this guy. All right, so financially, this is not communism that we're talking about. It's a voluntary uh, uh, giving. This is about the Holy Spirit coming upon individuals, and we find their hearts being changed. We find their soul being changed, and we find their finances being changed. They still have stewardship. They still are resourcing the belongings that the Lord has given. It's that, but because the Holy Spirit is coming, their paradigms are changing. Now, this passage here, six or seven verses, is going to be contrasted by a bad example. So Barnabas is our good example, Joe. And then Ananias and Sapphira are are going to be the bad examples, which is going to follow tomorrow or or the next day here. And it's not that private property is being abolished; it's that that uh, there's an accountability for the resources that God has given. And the the mind change is, hey, this isn't just for me, but this is a means to provide for the body of of Christ. It's still belonging to the person, but its benefit is not just for me. So it's a paradigm to 
change our resources and the power also for Barnabas, doing this right encourages the body of Christ so much so that they actually change his name and he is uh, launched off. Barnabas is the guy, think about this, Barnabas is the guy that goes on Paul's first missionary journey. So he encourages by giving, and then later he encourages by his courage. So he gives courageously, he has financial courage, which is an encouragement, and then he has this ship trip thing uh, courage, which all of this encourages the early church. So this is less about possessions, but more about being possessed by the Spirit and being filled by the Spirit and walking with the Spirit. So if you wonder what a Spirit-filled person looks like with regards to money, well, here you go today. The Bible's full of other things. If you wonder what it looks like with work or with marriage or with sex or with children, there's good examples all the way through the Bible. And the activities of these people demonstrate the belief. So how do we know that uh, Barnabas was uh, a believer? Well, it's essentially the Lord, only only the Lord knows the who are truly in his kingdom and who are not in his kingdom. But our activities betray that, and by his courage in giving, uh, I would assume this is sacrificial. It's a it's a field, so it's a you know it's a pile of money, not just you know the dollars in his pocket. It was something he thought about before. He had agency over it. He had he demonstrated his change of heart, and then went kind of went public with it. And it's a it's a time of great power and great grace that the Holy Spirit is giving to all the people. So it's it's pretty encouraging. And where does the giving go? It goes to the church where people have the best chance of return and the money not being wasted. It's not wasted on pastors. It's not wasted on people. And it's not wasted on provision. Okay, so here's the challenging questions. Number one, is your money different now than before you were a believer? And if it hasn't changed, if your money world hasn't changed, then you're probably not a believer because it changes everything. And if you're gifted and have abilities and ownership and you're indwelt and you're son of the king, then you should be acting like it. Barnabas here, Joe, is financially courageous, which encourages people so much so uh, that they change his name. And what I would want for everybody that listens here is don't miss out on this activity obviously don't miss out of the activity of being in the Lord's kingdom and being part of his family, but then don't miss out on the demonstration of it here with finances. It could, at least it does in this example, build uh, courage. And I think this example of financial courage is like a teaser for this guy Barnabas. Don't you want to know more about him? He he sells a field, he sells, you know, whatever, some stock or some some big big financial thing, demonstrates his belief, demonstrates courage and encourages the body of Christ and he stays with it. And a lot of people in scripture we don't find out how what happens to him, but we're going to find out lots more. This is like a teaser for the future. We're going to see more, we're going to hear more, and this is just the start of it his financial courage. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.